Um, we'll move to this uh, story in Bellevue, Washington. Basically, this teachers union in Bellevue, Washington had decided, had voted to stay, to not do in-person classes. And um, the district is pushing to um, have substitutes and probably para-educators basically work all of those positions as scabs. Yeah, which is like crazy to me. Like the teachers did an incredible thing here in voting, you know, as anybody in their right mind would to not return to school. And then for the school district to immediately be like, you know what, not only do we not respect your decision as educators, but we're also going to not respect your position as workers for us. And we're just going to bring in subs to scab, which is bad on a lot of levels, not least of all the fact that which like no disrespect to substitute teachers, they provide an incredibly valuable service and they do excellent work uh, you know the majority of the time but you can't be switching around which teacher is running a classroom multiple times over the course of a school school year it's going to vastly detrimentally affect these children's education right and so i think that really just lays the issue bare on its face that the there's nothing in here where the school district is actually looking out for the best interests of the students or you know not to even speak of the teachers they literally just want children collected in a building so that parents can go back to work yeah and i i think it's also um really important to point out that this is not like an uncommon issue where the teachers and the substitutes uh, or paras are not part of the same union. Um, One of our um, good friends in the discord is a para in DC in the DC area and is, is facing an issue where basically the teachers union wants to um, either strike or not go to school or not, not do in-person learning or something. But then the paras are going to not be able to form that same sort of solidarity because they can't get the momentum in their union to basically back up that strike of the main teachers and how, how teachers and paras or substitutes are not in the same unions and that that is actually used to pit workers against each other. And I think that that's something that um, I really I hope that that changes because I, I understand that they each have unique needs, but they should be on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they work for the same employers, right? Uh, or maybe not. I think in some states, subs are like contract workers. They probably and are. Full, and full time teachers are considered employees, but then the rest of them aren't. And it it might vary from state to state. I don't know. But yes, the subs and, and you know, para educational teachers and, and workers should all be allowed into the same union because they need to negotiate against the same employers right at the end of the day and, and keeping them separate as you said just makes it all the easier for school districts to do exactly what the uh the bellevue district in washington here is doing and just pitting the two groups mm-hmm. of workers against each other um and like you said like the <laughs> the fact that they're just doing this and just changing teachers at the drop of a hat puts the lie to the whole concept of, Oh, we have to open the schools. It's for the kids when, and and you see all this concern trolling coming out about like, Oh no, no, we've done studies and the schools are safe. And uh, you'll have people bringing up all these like, look, see kids grades are slipping. I'm like, well, of course kids grades are slipping. It's a fucking pandemic. They're watching uh, American society collapse around them. And with Mm -hmm. thousands of people dying every day, I'm sub- I'm completely shocked they have trouble concentrating on their homework whether they're in in-person learning or not. Like yeah. that that's just going to be a given during a crisis like this and at the same time you have these people like 
telling them, no, 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 these concerns about workplace conditions are overblown. While we have 2.5 million children have tested positive for COVID so far, and considering how common it is for kids to be asymptomatic, the actual number that have actually had it has to be many times higher than that. And even if you, like, just want to assume that kids are not going to get severely sick because it's relatively unlikely they will. Like there's no concern here for any of their parents or the staff or the teachers. And you get all these arguments of, well, I've looked at the risks, but these kids, their grades are slipping and they're not able to see their friends. And this just outweighs it. And what? I don't understand it because what? yeah, I, what is that comparison? How, how can we'll just give them a's just yeah. like a lot of colleges <laughs> and other educational organizations have rules where it's like, if something traumatic or terrible happens to you or somebody close to you, you get a, pass for a semester or you know however long it's it's relevant for and like the whole fucking country is dissolving around us just give every student an a all of 2020 everybody gets a's yeah like in the beginning of 2021 this is actually maybe uh one of the best takes on the show john i'm very i've been no, I can't I, believe I, we didn't do this agree. before you're right we need to be giving every single person both the students the teachers the paras the subs all of them get A's just for even yeah. like being like continuing to participate, like to be part of society. Everybody, right. if you're an adult who needs money, we should just give you money. And if you're a kid and what you need is like good grades and educational stability so that you can plan for your future, we should just give you good grades. You're like, what? I don't know where the hang of is. They're free to give out, by the way. And A is free, costs nobody anything. Like, just hand and, it out. And the idea, yeah, how will we pay for all these A's? Yeah. <laughs> the idea that like, these kids missing a year of club in person class is somehow going to be more disruptive to their development and their future than their parents or a teacher or staff workers at their building getting sick and dying because yeah. they force people back into unsafe working conditions is just it. I don't get it. It's, it's this insane disregard for human life that I think American society has and is really like at a, at the core of a lot of the rot that we see going on. And mm-hmm. it's so fucking frustrating. It is. It is. It really just shows like an absolutely blatant disregard for you because they, they look at everybody as just walking, talking parts of an economic machine. There's no humanity left in yeah. it. And it's so funny because this is like the country of like individual individualism lib- and liberty and like being yourself. And yet like, we we can't look at anybody else as an individual. They're only parts of the machine that like serve us. That's like the whole yeah. American fucking mythos. You have to be part of the great cogwheel that makes the line go up. <laughs> I mean, individualism yeah, exactly. is a, a, a great collective experiment that is the worst. I mean, I've <laughs> yeah. I've heard someone. I, I I did hear someone explain to me that that in a in a certain way. I mean, capitalism is is a form of collectivism that is actually just austerity and designed to kill people. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like there's different versions of everything. People like to be like, oh, individualism is bad, or like individualism is this amazing thing, and I'm just like. What about the word liberty? Liberty is awesome. I think it's unambiguously good. Everybody agrees that liberty is good, but so much shit, especially in the United States, that's terrible is sold to us under the guise of liberty. And the same thing has happened to individualism. Like there would be so much more individualism under a socialist government, for instance, because if you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from or where you're going to sleep that night, you have a lot more room to like 
experience yourself and become a fully actualized human being. It's about what is collectivized, because right now, collectivization is just risk. We only collectivize Mm -hmm. risk, and uh, we don't actually collectivize the rewards. Uh, All of the rewards are privatized. I mean, it's fascism. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so... It's fascism. So these teachers... in, a, in response to the uh, the scabbing and basically attempted lockout by the the Bellevue uh, district, uh, voted to stop live online instruction for all students on Thursday and Friday of last week as a protest, and then they were going to have a, a general membership meeting on Friday to discuss next steps. So, hopefully, um, they're able to keep their you know momentum going and 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 stay strong in, in this resistance to this and. But we'll see uh, the the ability to just, as they called it, backfill the positions with uh, <laughs> with non union employees. Backfill. Um, it's the same as right sizing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. We'll see. I, I hope the teachers union is able to stay strong through, through this and the really scummy tactics by the district. I I really I hope that what we see is uh, teachers reaching out to these substitutes and trying to bring them into the organizing movement to actually be like, you know, what you need to be part of this union movement now. I mean, they should have been before, but especially now when you are being pitted against us and we have the same interests. A hundred percent. Right. Exactly.